Hello there, and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And today we find out about FIFA's development work in three African countries: Liberia, the Gambia, and Zimbabwe. Last week we heard from the Liberia Football Association on the need for more help from FIFA, and today FIFA's head of development gives us a response. Liberia has been benefiting; they've been receiving four gold projects in the beginning.、Uh, we had the moment working on the technical centre. We did a, a football pitch、uh, in the country. Plus, a look at how the African stars are doing in the English Premier League as Wilfred Bonny gets off the mark with Manchester City. It was a second start for Wilfred, and he got his first goal. It was well taken,、um, and he could have had a second one. Well, that's all coming up. But first, congratulations to Nigeria for winning the African Under-20 Championship, beating the host Senegal in the final last Sunday. Nigeria also reached the semi-finals of the African Under-17 Championship a few weeks ago.、Uh, so, Solomon, we continue to wonder when will Nigeria's success at youth level be converted to success at senior level? Well, Steve, that's、uh, the big question because、uh, with the success of Nigeria at youth level, you would expect that Nigeria would have gotten to the semi-final or the final of the World Cup by now. But Nigeria has not been able to do that, and for the seventh time, a record seventh time, Nigeria is African under twenty、uh, champions. Looking at under seventeen, you are much younger. But when you play for under twenty, you are beginning to get to the peak of your career, and you would expect in the next two three years,、uh, a lot of them would just just gradually,、uh, you know, move to to become a success for the national team. But with Nigeria, it does is not the same story. But I think one of the problems, Steve, is because of the lack of attention to some of these individual players. You know, when they sign contracts in Europe,、uh, they tend to fall into teams where they don't play. Regularly, or they are not really featured,、uh, and in a short time, you know, you tend to forget them and and who they really are. And on the other side is just the 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 pool of players that we have in Nigeria. And sometimes because of the administrative politics, you don't seem to pick some of the best players to play for Nigeria. And in the Super Eagles, also you experience a lot of administrative issues. But Nigeria is blessed with a rich uh, uh, pool of、uh, young players, and and we hope that you know the time is right now to be able. To turn that into a success. Well, yes, it would be great to see Nigeria's Super Eagles soaring to greater heights. Now, on last week's show, we spoke to Alfonso Arma from the Liberia Football Association on the struggles that football is facing in that country. Now, FIFA gives an annual financial assistance program development grant of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to each one of its member nations, and Arma strongly believes that it doesn't make sense. He argues that more money should go to the developing football nations, while countries like England don't need the money at all. Here's a quick recap of what he said. Insofar you continue to have equal distribution of, of of money to all all of the countries, you're going to find it difficult. For me, you're going to find the same name appearing every time because the the big the bigger the bigger countries receive two hundred fifty thousand, the smaller countries receive two hundred fifty thousand. Even those that are really really weak receive two hundred fifty thousand. So what happens is that the the stronger country gets stronger more, 
the weaker country get weaker more. So if we want to make football a game for everyone, I think it's about time to develop the, the weaker countries to compete with a stronger country. Well, interestingly, FIFA president candidate Michael Van Prague is offering an incentive to developing football nations for their vote in the challenge to set Blatter, promising to increase the development grant from $250,000 to a million dollars per year. Van Prague said if elected, he would also give added money for infrastructure development to countries seeking help. Now, on the issues raised there by the Liberia Football Association, we've spoken to Cyril Loisel. He's FIFA's head of development. We'll go in-depth on the various development projects that FIFA is involved in in Africa on a later edition of the show. But today, Cyril Loisel spoke to Planet Sport Football Africa's Adrian Barnard on the work that FIFA is doing in Liberia. Liberia has been benefiting, they've been receiving four goal projects in the beginning. Uh, we had the moment working on the technical center, we did a, a football pitch uh, in the country, of course. Uh, we have been doing training, capacity building, we have been doing... So I would say that uh, now in Liberia the things are working better than it was in the past. We are quite confident and uh, they have to work if you want to summarize a bit uh, uh, what's happening in Liberia. I think one of the biggest challenges is uh, to be able to uh, to offer football to the youth people uh, in good condition with proper facilities but also with proper uh, uh, coaching and administrator and that's something we are working on. Basically we don't work only uh, on, the, I would say, the distribution, the implementation of pitches, but we have to work also on the capacity of the member association itself. We could speak about all the detail of programs that we have been uh, doing in Liberia, but I think it's not the, the, the topic of the, of the question. What is FIFA doing to aid development in two other countries in Africa, in the Gambia, on the West Coast, and in Zimbabwe? In Gambia, as uh, you may know, the Federation has been going through some internal trouble. So uh, when there is uh, governance trouble at the level of federation, it's quite uh, difficult, uh, I would say, to, to build. So uh, in, in Gambia in particular, we have been, uh, I would say, we have been defining uh, a strategy with the federation for uh, three years, and we had some change of governance problem with the federation. Uh, at the moment, what we are doing in, in, in Gambia, there is a new team. So we went recently in order to see the new team elected to understand a bit uh, what was their plan for the next three to four years, what was their strategy, and what we are going to do with, uh, with Gambia. We are going with our tools, with our services, uh, to see how we can support the strategies that have been defining for the football in, in, in Gambia for the next four years. So basically it's not the strategy of FIFA, we are empowering, supporting the strategy defined by the Federation. Zimbabwe, uh, it's, a, it's an issue which is a bit sensitive at the moment. Uh, as you may know, you have been following the news. FIFA expects to do a mission uh, during the month of uh, April to discuss with all the stakeholders uh, in order to see how we can move forward, basically. But it's true that uh, in Zimbabwe, we have been doing a lot in Zimbabwe, infrastructure, training, capacity building, financial assistance, but at the moment, uh, the Federation 
generation is uh, going through a few troubles, and uh, basically uh, uh, we are expecting for this uh, uh, this period to end in order to continue to work on development. That's Cyril Loisel, FIFA's head of development. So on Liberia, he says that FIFA has provided a lot of assistance and that they are working on getting good facilities and coaching for youth players. In the Gambia, internal issues over leadership of the Football Federation caused a setback to FIFA development projects, but FIFA is now working to support the Gambia Football Federation's development strategies. And in Zimbabwe, internal issues are basically holding back the progress of FIFA's development assistance. One thing that really comes through there, Solomon, is that there's only a certain amount that FIFA can do in any given country, especially when FIFA is facing challenges with the administrations, such as was the case in the Gambia and currently is the case here in Zimbabwe. It doesn't help development progress. Yes, you know, FIFA, as a global body, yes, they can enforce some sort of rules and regulations and some sort of, you know, option for FA to sort out themselves. We have to look at what FIFA is doing in Liberia. Liberia has been through a lot the last uh, 15, 20 years, civil war and different governments coming in. And it's a great work for FIFA to do uh, in the nation like Liberia, which has gone through a lot. Thanks very much, Solomon. Now, last week on Facebook and WhatsApp, we asked for your opinion on this. Do you think that FIFA should give more money to the developing football nations instead of distributing the annual development grant equally, where $250,000 goes to each and every one of its member nations? Well, Cherno Jallo in the Gambia says yes, FIFA should give more money to developing football nations so that they can develop their infrastructure and help to groom young talents for the future. Also agreeing there were Abli Osise, Adama Baji and Suleiman Sonko. Well, thanks very much for getting in touch with us. And our topic this week is uh, tell us who you think will be the English Premier League's African player of the season. A few ideas coming up shortly. Because joining us now from the UK is our European football expert Stuart Weir. Uh, Stuart, a good weekend for African players in the English Premier League last weekend. And Ivorian Wilfred Bonny finally got his first goal for Manchester City in that win against West Brom. Yes, indeed. Uh, it was a second start for Wilfred, and he got his first goal. It was well taken, um, and he could have had a second one. So, uh, you know, perhaps things are looking up for him uh, at Manchester City. You know, it's it's not been a good period for Manchester City. Their, their previous two games, um, they lost 1-0 at Barcelona in the Champions League, but also away to Burnley, you know, and Burnley are fighting relegation. One interesting thing is that there's been a bit of criticism of Yaya Torre in those two games, um, just not seeming to be the player he has been in the past, and speculation that perhaps uh, his days at Manchester City are numbered. So um, great success for one Ivorian, but a bit of criticism for another one. Well, so we'll keep following that story then. Uh, could Yaya Toure be offloaded by Manchester City? Uh, plenty of Africans making an impact elsewhere in the English Premier League, Stuart. The Egyptian El Mahamadi doing well for Hull in their 3-2 defeat to Chelsea. Uh, you know, when Chelsea were two up in about uh, ten minutes, the game seemed over. But Hull fought back and in the end they only lost to Chelsea by a goalkeeping error when McGregor just uh, failed to hold Remy's shot. And Hull's revival uh, included a goal by El Mohamedi, his second of the season. And, I mean, there were three other Africans involved in the Hull setup. We had Damdoy of Senegal, uh, who played the whole game, Sonny Aluka of Nigeria come off the bench, 
whereas uh, Yannick uh, Sagbo, another Ivorian, um, was on the bench but didn't actually get on the pitch. Even with the defeat, Hull are in 15th place and look as if they're going to survive. You know, the, the four Africans are certainly making their presence felt at Hull. Crystal Palace had another great away win uh, at, at Stoke. Mama Birim Dioff scored his eighth goal of the season for Stoke. But then, in a way, we can get a, an African connection on both the Palace goals because Wilfred Saha, who scored the winner, is, of course, born in Cote d'Ivoire. Um, and Glenn Murray's penalty came for a foul on Yannick Bolassi of uh, DR Congo. So, again, uh, a, a match in which the Africans were very prominent. And um, West Ham uh, beat Sunderland. Diafro Sacco uh, of Senegal uh, got the goal. Now, he has been an amazing signing for uh, West Ham. You know, he came from Metz in France uh, in the League Two, you know, not even playing in the top level in France. But he's played 21 games for uh, West Ham and scored 10 goals. So he may almost be, if it's not premature to say this, Steve, the African player of the season in the Premiership with 10 goals already. Everton pulled off a nice 2-1 win at uh, QPR. And now Aruna Kony, another Ivorian. What, how many Ivorians are there in the Premiership? Uh, didn't actually score, but he had an excellent game, was very lively, involved in a lot of the action, uh, and uh, contributing well to, to uh, Everton's victory. And finally, we always need to know what our friend Yakubu is doing at Reading. Well, since we last talked about him, he has helped Reading beat Bradford City and reach the FA Cup semi-final at Wembley, where they will play Arsenal. Now, he's still looking for his first league goal, but he scored in his first appearance in the Cup, and he's now helped Reading, amazingly, get to the Cup semi-final, and there's only Arsenal standing between them and the Cup final. Well, thanks very much to Stuart Weir in the UK and Yakubu, the Nigerian, having a great impact at Reading, who play in the second-tier championship. Diafra Sacco impressing with West Ham with 10 goals so far in the English Premier League. So Stuart saying that maybe Sacco could turn out to be the English Premier League Player of the Year and that perhaps Yaya Toure's fortunes are declining with Manchester City. Well, on Facebook and WhatsApp this week, tell us who you think will be the English Premier League's African player of the season. Could it be Diafra Sacco? Could it be Wilfred Bonny or Yaya Toure? Maybe Mambiriam Juf at Stoke City or Victor Wanyama with Southampton? Send us a WhatsApp and tell us who you think will be the English Premier League's African player of the season. The number is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five. 232780 or go to our Facebook page Planet Sport Football Africa tell us who you think will be the English Premier League's African player of the season well that's it for the show for this week so from me Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe from Solomon Oshoms in South Africa and Stuart Weir in the UK thanks a lot for listening you can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production